You're listening to Barbarous, a true crime podcast. Due to mature subject matter, viewer discretion is advised. Barbarians, welcome back to episode three of the Barbarous Podcast, where we talk about true crime unfiltered. I hope all of you are doing well and staying safe. In today's case, we are going to be talking about the super recent and infamous case of Abby Choi, who was a model in Hong Kong who was found murdered with her headless body discovered in a village called Tai Po in Hong Kong. This case will truly be a story with a lot of twists and turns, and we'll discuss how some of the people in this case, who Abby considered to be her closest and best of friends, turned on her in the most evil and sadistic way. Before we begin this harrowing case, I'd like to remind all my listeners to please check out our website to request cases, become a guest speaker, and learn more about our podcast at www.barbarousTrueCrime.com and our Instagram page at barbarousTrueCrime. That's spelled B-A-R-B-A-R-O-U-S True Crime. We do have a few content warnings before I officially begin this case today. In this episode, we will be talking about murder, the dismemberment of a corpse, and the unusual handling of human remains. If content about any of the things I mentioned makes you feel uncomfortable in any way, please take care of yourself and click out now. I hope to see you in another episode. Alright, enough rambling, let's get into today's case. Abby Choi was born on July 15, 1994 in Hong Kong. Her mother and father got a divorce when Abby was a teenager, and she had two other half-sisters from her father. As time continued, her biological parents worked hard and eventually owned multiple mining and construction businesses. As Abby grew up, she began to become super interested in fashion and social media, and dreamt about becoming an influencer one day. Abby began to build a social media following after she began to apply and take part in several modeling opportunities and appearing in several local and later national and internationally recognized magazines. She even made it to the famous New York Times, Vogue, and Bizarre Fashion magazines. She regularly attended the Paris Fashion Week and had over 100,000 followers on Instagram. While Abby clearly was gaining a lot of fame and began to become well-known, especially in the local Hong Kong community she lived in, People that spoke and interacted with Abby never said that she acted entitled and was super nice and down-to-earth and a pleasure to interact with. Abby began to date Alex Kwong, who she said was the love of her life. When they were both 18, Abby and Alex got married in 2012, and they had a child later that same year. Two years later, in 2014, they had a second child. In 2015, Alex's father, who was named Kwong Kao, who was a police sergeant, retired from the Hong Kong police force. Alex also had a brother named Anthony Kwong, and he primarily worked as Abby's chauffeur and driver. In 2016, Abby and Alex decided that it was best if they got a divorce, just because they didn't see their marriage working in the long run for various reasons. Because this is a super recent and new case, a lot of details on Abby's family life and events that happened in her relationships are still resurfacing, but from what I could find after researching the case notes on several sources, Abby and Alex mutually decided to get a divorce after realizing that they simply had different plans in life. Abby wanted to continue to grow her very 
public social media and modeling career, while Alex wanted a more private and personal life. Anthony, Alex's brother, however, remained Abby's driver and chauffeur even after Abby and Alex divorced. Abby said that her and Anthony had developed the bond of best friends and that they would always be there for each other no matter what. Little did poor Abby know, Anthony would be one of the main perpetrators of her murder. Because Abby and Alex had two children together, Abby took it upon herself to maintain a healthy relationship with Alex and his family by supporting all of them financially. Later on, Abby married her new husband named Chris Tam. Chris and Abby then had two additional children, making Abby a mother of four. While Abby had moved on with her previous relationship with Alex, she bought Alex and his family a luxurious apartment in Kadori Hill and Ho Man Tin, which is a luxurious and expensive apartment complex located in a particularly nice area in Hong Kong. I think this really goes to show how nice of a person Abby really was. I mean, she bought her ex and his family a brand new apartment even when she was not with Alex. I think the main reason why Abby supported her ex is mainly because she wanted to maintain a healthy relationship with Alex because he was her two children's biological father. Abby even bought this new apartment with Alex's father as the legal owner. As time went by, Abby decided that she wanted to sell this apartment. She promised to relocate Alex and his family in another apartment. While this apartment was also a luxurious apartment located in a relatively nice area, it was a step down from the apartment located in Kadori Hill. It is said that this was one of the main reasons why Alex and his entire family began to hate Abby. They for whatever reason saw Abby as responsible for their living expenses and financial needs. I think this is the perfect time to talk about Alex and his father's criminal and shady past. Alex was known for being involved in the Hong Kong Gold Rush scam, where he scammed hundreds of people out of their potential investments as well as their current financial assets. His father, Kwang Kao, was also known for her shady business practices and was even accused of rape by a woman who was also affiliated with the Hong Kong police force. Based on these revelations, it's clear that Alex and Kwang had criminal pasts, and this combined with their spewing hatred against Abby was a recipe for disaster. On February 21st, 2023, Abby did not pick up her daughter from school and went missing. A few weeks before Abby went missing, Alex, Kwong, and Anthony rented an apartment that they planned to use to kill Abby and dismember her remains. The day that Abby went missing, Anthony was driving Abby to pick up her daughter from school, but instead, he hit Abby with a crowbar on her head, knocking her unconscious. While police have said that they believe that this initial hit was fatal, they are still unsure whether or not it proved to actually kill Abby. Anthony then drove Abby to the apartment that they had rented, where Alex and Kwong were waiting for her body. They then hit Abby across the head again with a crowbar and used a machete and a chainsaw to dismember Abby's body. They first cut off Abby's head, separating it from the rest of her body. They then dismembered the other parts of her body. The trio then cut up radishes and carrots and used Abby's remains to make a soup. The police even said they found Abby's entire skull in the soup. The people that Abby believed to be her closest friends and family relentlessly murdered her and dismembered her body. Three days later, on February 24th, 2023, police were alerted of Abby's disappearance and were informed that Abby was last seen in the car with Anthony. Abby's headless body was discovered by Hong Kong police in a village named Tai Po in the apartment the trio had rented. Police said Abby's remains were found in the soup that Alex, 
Kwong and Anthony had made, as well as in the refrigerator. Police had a list of seven suspects who were eventually individually tried and convicted. Alex Kwong, Abby's ex-husband, Anthony Kwong, Alex's brother and Abby's chauffeur, and Kwong Kao, Alex's father and Abby's ex-father-in-law, were all charged with first-degree murder and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Prior to 1993, the penalty for any murderer was the death penalty. However, in 1993, a new law was passed that banned the death penalty in the entirety of Hong Kong and made life in prison without the possibility of parole the most severe criminal penalty and conviction. Jenny Lee Sui Hang, Alex's mother and Abby's ex-mother-in-law, was charged and convicted with perverting the course of justice after she intentionally misinformed police of Abby's whereabouts and her plotted murder. Chi Wing, Huang Kao's mistress, was charged with assisting a murder suspect after she was found out to have previously known about the trio's plans to murder Abby and assisted in the setup of the apartment. Lastly, Alex's two friends, Henry Sun and Irene Pun Hao Yin, were charged and convicted of abetting a murder suspect after communication that was leaked between them and the trio found them encouraging their plans of murdering Abby. Something interesting that I noticed as I was researching and going through the case notes was that none of the suspects were charged for the dismemberment of the body, which I guess would have proved unnecessary since they already got life sentences, but that's just something that I felt should have been included in their charges just because of how important it is in this case. The way that the trio killed Abby and dismembered her body goes to show how they wanted to do more than just kill Abby. They wanted to showcase their power over her and their hatred against her. Believe it or not, when the trio were asked why they did what they did to Abby, they said it was because they did not want Abby to sell their expensive, multi-million dollar apartment in Kadori Hill. This case made headlines, especially in Hong Kong, but internationally, and goes to showcase what these evil people did because of their greed. Thankfully, they were all caught and will spend the rest of their lives in prison. Abby's family have expressed how upset they all were by the whole situation as expected, and Abby's mother was seen on an interview explaining how she warned Abby of Alex and his family because she said it was clear that they were using Abby for her wealth. It just goes to show how selfless and naive Abby was and how her kindness ultimately cost her her life and her four children their mother. And that wraps up this sad and harrowing case of Abby Choi. Thank you so much for sticking around to the end of this episode. If you haven't already, please visit our website and our Instagram page at Barbarous True Crime. I will see all of you beautiful people very, very soon, and I hope you have a wonderful day ahead. Peace.